Hubhopper Originals. Hey guys, welcome to episode 3 on the Keto Diet, brought to you by Unkarsten Alker. Today I'm going to be talking about how do you fight the dreaded keto flu. So the first thing that comes to your mind is, hey, what's the keto flu? And if you guys have diligently heard my episode 1 and episode 2, then by now you guys are sort of experiencing the keto flu. And, you know, here's what basically happens. We're eliminating one of the three most important macronutrients in our diet, which is carbohydrates. The body has been used to eating carbohydrates for so many years. So now we're primarily transitioning and telling the body that, hey, stop utilizing carbs or expecting carbohydrates to be your primary fuel source. And we're going to be using fats as our primary fuel. As the body is transitioning from carbohydrates to fat, you are going to be experiencing symptoms which is pretty much similar to the flu, which is why, you know, people have coined this phase as the keto flu or the carb flu. Now, why fighting this phase is important? Based on my experience, a lot of people give up as soon as they start experiencing the keto flu symptoms. It's hard, right? You start feeling, you know, nauseating. You are, you know, vomiting. There could be constipation. And, you know, in both my episodes, I have stressed on the importance of fibers. So constipation is also one symptom which is part of the keto flu, headache, to add to more stress that we have in our daily life. You're going to be more irritated because you don't have carbohydrates, right? Muscles could be cramped, could feel dizzy, poor concentration, some kind of stomach pain, difficulty sleeping, and, you know, something even deadlier is sugar cravings, you know, those midnight sugar cravings. Now, you're not going to experience all these symptoms. You're probably going to experience a few of these. I normally get headaches. I'm a little bit irritable after a carb binge, you know, and I jump back on that keto diet. Um, difficulty sleeping, yes, for sure. And maybe the first three, four days, sugar cravings. Talk about that red velvet pancake or those cupcakes. Uh, and, you know, I totally apologize for anybody who's just jumped on the keto diet after listening to me. And I'm you know, taking names off carb-laden food items. So apologies again. But hey, it's all in the mind. Remember that. So these are some symptoms and you're not going to experience all of these, trust me, maybe a couple or three tops. Now, it's very important to like be mentally strong and focused at this time because this is your weakest moment. And poor concentration, yes, but here's the cool part. If you're able to overcome this week of, you know, keto flu, you are going to be in a state of nirvana. Because as your body gets fat adapted, your brain gets super hyperactive. Think about like Limitless. You've got this magic pill, NZT48, that, you know, has made your brain super sharp, super active. And 
you know, you're super confident and you're in a different state. Trust me, once you're fat adapted and your body no longer gets those carbohydrates and it starts producing those ketones, you are in a complete different zone, which is why it is super important to not lose focus and not give up when you're experiencing the keto flu because trust me the keto flu is going to last for just about 10 days tops the first time it lasts for about 12 days to 14 days after that if you continue the keto diet for a couple of months you know and then let's say we have a refeed day or something the, it's much faster so you would get back in like seven days so you have those just five six miserable days and then as you keep progressing your body's ability to jump back into ketosis does become faster. But that's not a reason for us to cheat on our diet. Because like I said, so keto, though I use the word diet along with it, it's more like a lifestyle change that uh, once you're on it, um, it is really a game changer in terms of diets. Okay, so now you are experiencing the keto flu, right? So how do we fight that or... How do we accommodate the keto flu, right? So number one is to be stay, you know, you got to be hydrated, right? So you have to stay hydrated, number one. You got to drink enough water, like I said, about three to four liters of water every day. Because as you enter ketosis, your body is uh, removing water from any kind of excess water from your body, which means we are sort of entering a dehydrated state. But here's what, most of us carry excess water than what we're supposed to because of all the carbs that we eat. So we are expelling water out of our body as we drop carbohydrates from our diet, which means we are sort of entering a dehydration state. So we have to ensure that we are drinking ample water to balance that out because our you know, aim is to have our water level at an optimum level. We don't want excess water, neither do we want less water in our body. But our main target is fat loss, right? And preserving our muscle mass. By drinking enough water, we are going to fight two of those symptoms that we spoke about. One is like you feel fatigueish and muscle cramping because muscle has a lot of water. So by ensuring enough water, muscles are not going to get cramped. And I totally use this because um, I'm into weightlifting. So I drink about four to five liters of water as I start my keto diet. The other thing is, and the keto flu, right? So the keto flu lasts just for like seven, 10 days, right? So when I'm experiencing the keto flu, I avoid squatting or deadlifting or bench pressing. So any kind of strenuous activity. That doesn't mean I don't go to the gym. Hey, you got to do your cardio. You got to do your weights. But you can avoid the high intensity activity just for that period because you don't want to exacerbate the symptoms of the keto flu and then you give up, right? So it doesn't matter for seven days if you don't really squat, which means you would just miss maybe one squat session, one deadlift session, one bench pressing session. You could still do light bench presses. You could still squat with light weight. So you're not losing out on anything, trust me, because the key factor is to overcome this keto flu phase. And once you've passed that, you're, you know, you're going to bench more, you're going to squat more, you're going to deadlift more. So don't, don't panic when you're in that keto flu state. The other thing is, you know, with 
sort of dehydration, we're losing a lot of electrolytes out of our body, right? So ensuring that we get enough potassium is very important because that's going to ensure that our electrolytes are in balance. So I would recommend, you know, bone broth soup or vegetable broth soup, a little bit of excess sodium, a little bit of excess, maybe two grams of sodium in your diet just for that period. Because you want to ensure that your salt and potassium levels are normal. Because as you excrete water out of your system, your sodium and potassium levels are going to go down, which also causes muscle cramps and things like that. So maintaining your electrolyte level is one of the key factors. So vegetable broth or bone broth is really awesome. Now, we could also do avocados and green leafy vegetables because that's going to ensure that we don't get these headaches because they are pretty much potassium rich. So headaches and, you know, lack of sleep, that's going to get tackled with avocados and, you know, fibrous vegetables. Now, the other thing is, you know, you should get enough sleep, right? So it is counterintuitive to say that, hey, I am experiencing lack of sleep and Ankar is telling me that I need to sleep more or get enough sleep, right? So here's what, there's a hormone called cortisol, right? It's a stress hormone. Now, as you get less sleep, your cortisol level shoots up. As your cortisol levels shoots up, right? You are gonna get more irritated and you're gonna have difficulty in sleeping, which is why you have to try to sleep. So you could have some magnesium in your diet or any kind of supplement with magnesium and zinc and that can you know help you sleep at night let's reduce our caffeine again so keto lovers love bulletproof coffee so they would start their day with you know a good shot of caffeine and that's good let's drop down our caffeine content post 4 p.m let's say because hey you're anyway experiencing keto flu and you're having trouble sleeping right so let's drop our caffeine you can reduce the lights in your bedroom while sleeping. So that's another thing that I do is it's pitch dark. So that sort of helps me fall asleep. You can try taking a nice warm bath before sleeping and that also works and try getting up early, right? So if you wake up early, you are gonna get tired slightly earlier and then you're gonna fall asleep. So it does work for me at times. Sometimes if I wake up late, or if I sleep during the afternoon after the workout and if I don't have work that day, I end up sleeping late that day. So sleeping, you know, waking up early sort of makes you fall asleep. And then here's one more thing. We have to ensure that we're eating enough fats, right? Because sometimes what happens is people get afraid that, you know what, this diet is telling me that I am supposed to up my fats and I'm going to lose fat from my body. Because when I started the keto diet, my mom was like, Ankar, you're having cheese, you're having ghee, you're having cream, you're having bacon, you know, you're having everything that people say, eat this less if you want to lose fat, right? So there is a little bit of doubt in your mind that if I eat more fats, I might, you know, pile on more fat in my body, which lets a lot of people or rather makes a lot of people 
cut down on their fats and then they end up under eating right so the most important thing the keto diet is to ensure you get 60 to 70 percent of your calories from fats and by having adequate fats we're giving enough fuel to our body because this is the transitionary phase right so think of this as your car not having enough fuel in the tank what's going to happen it's going to stall it's not going to start right so when we're telling our body that no more carbs for you please use fats as your reserve energy right so we have to ensure we give enough reserve energy so we can go through our daily routine and still feel a little bit energetic so ensure that you have enough fats okay so now you're going to ask me why do some people get the keto flu and some people don't so it's so there's no real magic answer but here's the thing we're dropping one major macronutrient from our body and our body is expecting carbs because we live in a carb society right everything is carb laden in you know around us so as you magically stop one big macronutrient and you up another one the body gets a little bit confused it doesn't really know what's happening and you start experiencing these symptoms so 90% of every you know people who jump on the keto diet do experience this keto flu i have also experienced this so there's nothing wrong in you or if somebody tells you that hey i didn't experience the keto flu and here's probably what's happening they are getting hidden carbs let's say from the sauce that they're using or the ketchup that they think they can have or uh, the nuts that they're having right they're getting more than 20 grams of net carbs from those items which is why they're not experiencing the flu symptoms which means they are not going to be entering ketosis so one thing that i tell people who come and ask me on kind of in the keto flu am i unlucky i'm like hey you are super super lucky cuz the fact that you're experiencing the keto flu means you are following everything to the t and as soon as the symptoms drop your ketone levels are going to be super up and you are going to be in that fat adapted state so i say this is a awesome sign it's a signal from your body that you are entering ketosis so you should hope that you experience the keto flu because that validates whatever you've been doing for the past couple of weeks is working another thing people ask is you know how long is it going to last and i've probably answered this uh in my talk it lasts for about 7 to 14 days tops it's not going to last forever the only thing we can do is minimize the symptoms and then you know three things like i said drink enough water get enough sleep make sure you're having enough fats and that's going to minimize the symptoms and make it a super smooth transition from the keto flu into the state of fat adapted and after that you are going to be in a different state like i said your brain's going to be super active you're going to be super positive about life and you're going to see those pounds and kilos of weight dropping and that's going to be super super exciting for you so i hope all of you experience the keto flu and i also hope that all of you overcome the keto flu by staying strong staying focused and having a never give up attitude 
and you know i want to welcome all of you into the fat adapted state so this is onkar signing off from episode 3